Welcome friends. Today a very exciting topic is how can you invest with other people's money? As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli, let's get started. Wow, this topic is hot, right? How to invest with other people's money. I hear this in every seminar that I go to. And today I just wanted to put a quick presentation to show you what it really means to buy with other people's money. Let me get it. There we go. So how can we invest in real estate with other people's money? That is a big, big question. So let's see. So today we're going to cover what is the structure to buy investment properties? What does it mean to invest with other people's money? And why do you want to invest with other people's money to begin with? And can I do it? Can you do it? So let's understand how we can buy real estate. So this is the elements. If you're buying an investment property, you typically will need to have a down payment, typically 20%. Uh, if it's not your principal residence, uh, if you are buying your first home, you are probably able to, to buy it with 3% down uh, if you qualify for an FHA loan, which is from the Federal Housing Administration in the U.S. or 5% down if you're a first home buyer in Canada for homes under 500000 Well, the fantastic thing about real estate is that you can buy it with only a purchase, only a portion of the purchase price and you get the entire house. Uh, and it, this cannot be done with any other asset. And you might say, well, I can buy a car with only a portion of it. Yes, but unfortunately, cars don't really appreciate appreciate as much as real estate. Actually, that's a depreciatable item. So you're going to be making payments. And when you end up paying for that car, you are going to end up with something that is less valuable. On the other hand, with homes, Historically, we've seen a tremendous gain in value of homes. So that's why it is very important to understand how it is done, first of all, and then see what we can do to buy some. So other people's money, after I bought my first property, I attended so many real estate seminars and all said in one way or another, you can buy with none of your own money. We can teach you as long as you pay us thousands of dollars. Hmm, and I was thought, wow, really? 
So if they can buy with no money doubt, why do I have to give them so much of my money, thousands of dollars first? So it really never makes sense. So this is just kind of a sexy word, right? So it seemed to me that there was always people there handing bags of cash. And I just really couldn't understand why they were having this term until I really understood this. And what I want you to do is the same. So when you think of other people's money, replace that sentence with the word loan. And most people know what a loan is. It's something that you need to repay. And guess what? That you're gonna have to pay some kind of interest when you're using that money. And this is not a bad thing at all. So the, who are these magical creatures? So these magical creatures are banks, private lenders, harmony lenders, bank of mom and dad. That is the number one right now. Uh, cash value from life insurance policies and maybe some wealthy relatives. Those are the people who can actually give you a loan to buy or to fund a portion of the property that you want to buy. So why use other people's money or use loans to buy real estate? Well, because of leverage. This is the only asset that you can buy with a portion of the money. They're not gonna give you a third of a house if you put only 30% down. They're gonna give you the entire house. And with that, you're gonna gain the entire appreciation, which that's the beauty of this. But let's take a look at two different scenarios here. So my friend Joe has $100,000 to invest. So he decides that he's going to buy this house, this pretty house with the heart on the door, very pretty, and it is $100,000. And he's gonna be renting this house for $1,000 a month. Therefore, he's gonna collect $12,000 a year, which is gonna give him a 12% return on his money. That's not too bad, huh? So what happens if he actually uses loans to buy more property? So he's gonna still use the $100,000, but now he's gonna be putting 20% of each one of these houses, which is $100,000 each, and he's gonna put 20,000, 20, 20, 20, 20, and he's gonna buy five houses at $100,000 each. But now he has to make a mortgage payment every month. So with that said, instead of getting the $1,000 fully for the rent, he's only going to get $300 after he pays for his mortgage. So if you multiply $300 per house times five houses, now he's gonna get $1,500 a month. And that is an 18% return total in all the properties all together. He still has a mortgage or a loan to repay. However, the appreciation, he's still gaining the full appreciation on the properties. Also, he's spreading the risk because if he only buys one property, if his, if his tenant leaves the house or decides not to pay for whatever reason, 
he has absolutely no income coming in. However, if one of these five houses at some point gets vacant or has a problematic tenant that doesn't pay the rent, he doesn't have, he still has rent coming in. He only has that particular house that is a problem and obviously he's going to have to solve it. In the end, because of the appreciation of each house, he's got five houses appreciated at the same time and he's also repaying that loan. So therefore, he's going to get to his goal a lot sooner because if his goal is to have uh, to sell one of these properties in five years and it has appreciated to 200000 he is going to be able to repay the entire mortgage and probably pay down some of the mortgage in the other properties, making them cash flow even more and therefore increase his return. That is the reason why you want to use loans as much as possible to be able to uh, acquire more properties. Can I do it or can you do it? Well, if you do have a plan, dedication and consistency, the, the, uh, the answer is an absolute yes, you can do it. What I see more constantly with people that want to start investing in real estate is that they don't have a definite plan of action. So if you're having trouble with that, let me know and see what we can do about that. But if you do have all of these three things, you are well equipped to buy more properties with a loan or with other people's money. We'll see you at the next one. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.